Chicago Tomahawk. I'm Mike. I got my line mate Matt with me. And today we're recording on Cinco de Mayo, so I'll be drinking tequila while we're doing the podcast. And uh, we're going to get right into this playoff coverage. Matt, what is going on, man? It's been pretty interesting so far. So, yeah, the, I guess the hot topics of, you know, the first two games of these playoffs has been the officiating. They've been calling tons of penalties and... There's been a couple of these penalties they've been calling where players are making some, I think, are making some great hits. I know um, there was a hit last night with uh, one of the Boston uh, defensemen getting rocked by Sedmeshikov, uh, I think, on the Canes. People are all up in arms about how it was dirty. He was charging. And, like, if you watch the hit, like, in three different angles, it is a beautiful hockey hit. I just don't know what has happened to... <laughs> Like the the hockey fan, there it just seems like everyone is just getting soft every year. It's it just seems to be, oh, let's just ban hitting. I mean, everybody, it, it's playoff hockey, man. There's so much energy. These guys finish checks. It's they're putting it all on the line, and uh, I I don't know why. Is it the new fan you think that they did? They, they're just not into the hitting part of it. I mean, I love the hitting. It I don't know about you. The... I love both. It could be the younger generation. Remember, uh, was it Azegris's uh, opinion on when uh, what's his name oh, got sure, hit the sure. other day? Do you know uh, what I mean? I, I think yeah, that yeah. I think that these uh, these younger kids are they just feel that if you're skilled, you shouldn't get hit, and um, and I, I don't I don't think that that's hockey. So I I think that that hitting should be in the game. But it's who knows, man. Do you think that that's going to be the next thing in the chopping block? You know, because sure obviously is. they targeted, they targeted fighting. Do you think that they're going to target hitting? Yeah, I, there's not. Do, has there been any fights in the playoffs? I, no. I don't even think I, there's not going to be one either. I mean, there's of course there's those battles after the whistle, you know, the extra shot to the goalie and the you know the guys defending them and stuff like that. But even after the game, uh, I believe the Bruins were starting to. You know, they were getting frustrated. They went after the Canes, and uh, Rod Brendamore, after the game, says, yeah, he was kind of ticked off that, you know, he didn't want his guys to get sucked into that gameplay, stuff like that. But, I mean, I just, I, you, you got to hit. It's hockey, man. Like, I give a lot of credit to the Rangers, uh, Jacob Truba. That guy has been finishing. I watched the game today. He's been finishing all of his hits, all of his checks, and, and guys, you notice that when you're skating up the ice and it's like, oh, I got Jacob Trouba over here, the freaking freight train. He's going to go right through me if I try to do something like this. But yeah, man, I, 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 just, I just don't get it. I hope it, uh, I just, I, I love it. I don't want it to, I don't want that to end. I love the fighting too. And I think it's necessary to time. I know the playoffs, you, you don't want to, you know, take a bad hit or a bad fight and kind of turn the momentum around against your team. I get that, but. You know, there's times where you, you got to take a big hit. You, you like you hit, take a hit to make a play, and that's what this Boston kid did. I, I'm sorry, I don't remember uh, who dumped it in, but he was behind his net, and he he tried to fire it up to uh, to the boards. And this, uh, I think it was Shevestikov, Shev, another Russian. But anyway, he <laughs> I thought it was well played, but he. You know, he, the guy had his head down in Boston. He didn't hit him in the head. He just squared him up perfect. And put him down, and all these Bruins come right after him, like it was like a, almost like the Truba. Um, remember uh, Juju Cairo hit? Like it was like outrageous. Oh, yeah. Like this is just, but it's, it's hockey. Yeah. So I, 
we, we gotta. I I don't I don't want to lose that. I, I it's my favorite part of the playoffs is the intensity and the the passion these guys have. And you know the the goals are great, but I honestly I enjoy one nothing games just as much as uh, you know like a, a high scoring game. It's just it's exciting. It's it's the best time of the year for me. And I I just wish our team was in it. It's probably gonna take a couple couple years, but I, I can't wait till the Hawks get back into this. Have you heard from anything from? Katya Niemi, since you were mentioning that that Katya Boston Niemi. game, Katya Niemi, he was the player that the that uh, went to the um, went to the Carolina Hurricanes yeah. for that six oh, yeah. million offer sheet. Yeah, no, I haven't heard anything from him. I know that um, the Canes have, you know, they got obviously they have problems with their goaltending injuries. Uh, Anderson has still been out. And uh, Ranta had the net in game one. He was fantastic, I thought, for, you know, a guy who really never got that opportunity. And then game two, the Bruins kind of gave him a, kind of ran the goalie. And Rod Brendamore said this too. He's like, hey, I don't appreciate my goalie getting rammed. I already got my starter out. And uh, I did see a clip of Ranta spitting blood out on the ice, man. And that's something you don't see on a goalie that much. Yeah. And he's he didn't got come some back. Injury issues though too. Yeah. You know what though? Like I thought it would at first when I heard he, he got hurt, I thought it you know, you think like the groin, the goalie, maybe he strained something, but I think he got hit in the head and maybe it was a, a concussion, uh kind of just being cautious and taking him out. But they put in that rookie, uh, I'm going to butcher his Russian name too, Kachkov or whatever. Pierto? Was it like, remember from the X-Men? sounds like Mexican. Do you remember the X-Men animated series when they had Colossus in it? And his sister's like, Pierto. Kachkov, right? Yelena. <laughs> and then Wolverine pops out <laughs> with that deep voice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I go where I want to go. Yeah. Save a tooth. I should have smelled you. Yeah, I used to watch that show every Saturday morning. I loved it. Yeah, man, that was a great show. Anyways, great back show. to hockey. But catch, catch, kick. You know what? I had it the first time, and now you screwed me. But he came in and he won the game for the. He was very solid for the Canes, and you know what? The goaltending depth for this team, it's unbelievable. Three goalies, next man up, and he's winning his first playoff start. And he actually got into a little uh, tussle with uh, Brad Marchant, which was pretty entertaining because uh, usually, you know, Marchant's throwing those shots in and just being an agitator. He's a great player. He could score. He could skill it up. And he could be an agitator, too. He's pretty damn good at it, actually. But this kid didn't take any of it. He went right after him and gave him a blocker shot and... uh, I actually think that Marchant was fined because he cross-checked this kid in the back. Mm. So I mean, it's five grand. That's nothing for him. But it was it's I, this team is very dominative right now. And Rod Brendamore, I think he's going to win another Jack Adams just because he's such a great coach. And uh, I, they're, dude, they're looking to get over the hump. And I think this could be this series could end very very soon. Maybe possibly in four of the way they're playing. What's going on in the next series? So we got the Rangers and Pens. The first game went to triple overtime, and uh, Melkin ended up scoring the the uh, game winning goal. Who's I, unbelievable? I just saw a thing on TNT where Melkin, Latang, and Crosby are the longest um, tenured uh, teammates in the history of hockey. Oh, really? 
Yes. So these guys have all the playoff experience in the world. Uh, Crosby ended up uh, scoring tonight. Uh, they so the series is tied one one now. The Rangers uh, they came back today with uh, with the message there. They they were kind of they feel like they were cheated. I know with the officiating and everything, but you know it it's they're calling it fair. I think I'm I'm an, I'm an outsider looking in. I, I obviously you want your team to win after a you know if they're in triple overtime you lose that's gonna that's a big gut punch. But uh, you know what? Something to build off that Shesterkin, he had 70 saves. That's incredible. Uh, unbelievable game in- for him. Incredible to have 70 saves and you, and you lose. <laughs> yeah, that's got to hurt going home to that one. Like, I just had the best game of my life, and we we lost. And I don't even, you know, you don't even get a point out of it because it's the playoffs, you know, so. Right. But, uh, yeah, the bread man uh, showed up tonight. He had three points, and... Uh, yeah, they sent a message to the uh, Penguins, which also the Penguins, their two goalies are out. So they do you remember wow. Louis Louis Domingue? Yeah, he he was with the Blackhawks for a little while, I believe, a couple, a couple seasons ago. And, I don't remember. Um, yeah, so he actually he actually went to the Lightning the the year before they won the Cup, and. Um, he, I think his first eleven starts, he was undefeated. But anyway, he's with the Penguins now, and you know he came in in relief in Game One, and uh, he ended up getting the win, and he he got the start tonight, and uh, he was good. But you know what, the Rangers came out flying, and uh, they got the win today. Wow, how's Malikin doing? Do you think he's due for injury? <laughs> um, he, the way he plays, man, he he is. I give him credit, man. He he does. He plays hard. He does. He's very passionate. Uh, I hope he doesn't get hurt because I, I kind of honestly I would like to see the Penguins kind of upset these guys because I think New York fans think they're the center of the sports world <laughs> when it comes to stuff. And um, you know they're a good team. The Rangers are a very good team. They got a lot of likable players. I mean, I like Panarin. I, I like that Chris Kreider. I think that even the Ranger fans hated him, and now uh, obviously he scores fifty goals, and now he's like the godsend. They love him. Mm-hmm. But um, you it's think just they forgot can... about? Uh, you think they forgot about Adam Fox? Yeah, Adam Fox. Yeah, he was hurt for a while. I, they were penciling him in to be the uh, the Norris winner. <laughs> oh yeah, in November, and uh, you know they just. Um, they forget about uh, Victor Hedman and Roman Yossi, who is very good this year for the Predators. And he's a solid <laughs> man. He's solid every year. Yeah, it's just it's unreal. Like these these Ranger fans need. They're, they're lucky they got Shesterkin. You know, the next goalie after Henrik Lundqvist. They're very blessed to have that. <laughs> you know, it took the Blackhawks a long time to find a solid goalie in Crawford, and you know it. it it ended fast, you know. It, yeah. it didn't feel like he was with us that long. And well, they had the king for a long time, and they couldn't put a team in front of him. That's true. They, and they did make it to a final, but uh, oh, they, they were, were destined to lose they, that one, though. They did not deserve to be in that final. <laughs> Who's next? So I got the Kings and the Oilers next series we're going to go over. And um, the, it's 1-1. The first game was a very close game. I believe the Kings won four to three, but the talk of that whole series or the talk of the whole game was Mike Smith going out to play the puck, firing it right up to the slot, giving it right to a guy 
and he just buries it. It was un. I couldn't believe he made a boneheaded play like that. It was unreal. I it just you don't do that. You learn that in the you learn that in squirts, dude. You do not fire a puck up the middle, defenseman forwards, and he does it. It costed him the game. I don't know if you saw that one, but as a goalie, it's like, what the hell are you thinking, dude? And it costed his team the game, but yeah. uh, I give him credit. Game two, he came back and got a shutout. Six nothing win. I guess the King, the Kings looked very flat. And Evander Kane showed up. He uh, he ended up getting a goal or two goals actually, two goals. I think and a couple assists actually. But they were a lot better. And it, um, it you know they're still in the series. I don't think they're going to win this series. But um, they got it. Connor's got to do something, dude. This this guy needs he needs a goal. He needs a solid goalie. And actually, dude, I've been hearing a lot of stuff with this. You, you know the goalie on. Um, the Blues, Vili Huso is a is an unrestricted free agent. If mm. I'm Kenny Holland, dude, I'm going all out for this guy. Mm. If the Blues don't resign him, because they, they got Bennington for a couple seasons, would you stick even, with Bennington? Honestly, I'd even go after Bennington. And you know what? You need a solid goalie. Mike Smith is not the guy. He really isn't the guy. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I thought that they should have picked somebody up last season. And yeah, we, we we were both surprised about Duncan Keith, and we're like, Dunks isn't a goalie. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I, I I think that I think that they've invested so much into two people that they've forgotten it's about a, the yeah. rest of their team. And, it, and then on top yeah. of that, they are paying Darnell Nurse nine point five. But it's it's a hard it's hard. I mean, look at the Leafs. They they're building their team around you know Marner and Tavares, and they're building it around. Austin Math or I'm sorry, yeah, Austin Matthews and all those guys, and it's just um, it's hard to fill in guys. Like you got to sign guys like David Camp, you know, to to fill in. Right. I agree, man. Uh, David Camp is having the what his <laughs> and an out outpouring of goals this year for David Camp. I think he's got like five goals. Yeah, know. he he yeah he's just. Uh, I, I I get so pissed off when I see that guy. It's like he couldn't do <laughs> shit for us. I know. And then he complains about his role. It's like, dude, you we used to put you out in overtime. <laughs> to yeah. Win the faceoff and just stay out there. Go score a goal for us. Yeah. But you know, eh, I, the I just I on Twitter I am I'm, I'm always talking about him and uh, I'm always seeing threads about. Oh yeah, even Jay Fresh was saying how good he is. Really? Like, you to be fucking kidding me right now i'm like he scored 10 goals this year and you guys are treating him like you have a 62 goal scorer on your team and you're talking about david camp right really? yeah it's just it, it's crazy yeah <laughs> well speak well we since we're talking about the leafs i guess we'll just get into it their uh their series is also tied 1-1 and I, you know what? I give the Leafs credit. The game one, you know, they they were they were a laughing stock last season. Made a statement. Yeah, they did. They made a statement. And uh, after the game, uh, Wayne Simmons and uh, Patty Maroon were going at it. Corey Corey Perry joined the party. And, oh yeah, uh, you know he's going to get mixed in there. There was there was like three fines. Each player got like three fines, and it, it got dirty. But uh, here's the cool thing: game two, Andre Vasilevsky. 14 and 0 when losing a game the next game starting with five shutouts. Wow. That is an unbelievable record. It's like you lose to this guy the next game, you know you're going to he's going to come out flying. 
you know, or I'm sorry, if you beat this guy and he's starting next game, it, it's a it's a guaranteed loss. This guy's record is unbelievable at nine point six six goal or save percentage. Uh, it's not a goal you want to deal with in the playoffs, and I I think they got a lucky win. I still think Tampa is fine. I think they're going to roll right through these guys. You think Tampa's going to roll through Toronto? Yes, I do. I think at home, John Cooper, he's got the last change. He can set up the, the matchups the way he wants. He's, he's got the advantage. I could see Tampa going home and winning two and mm. then closing it out in Toronto for game five. Wow. That's interesting, man. I, I just think they're they're too deep, man. They're too deep. And uh, you know what? We got to give a shout out to Brandon Hagel. He scored his first playoff goal wow. in the win. He scored his first playoff goal. Uh, I believe it was a, a breakaway. I think maybe, but and, and and Victor Hedman turned his game up. They were on NHL uh, Network Radio today. They were everyone was calling about this guy is just like a different like they call him the beast in the playoffs. He just turns it up and he's unstoppable. He made some good passes and yeah. He scored a goal with like two seconds left in the period, and that kind of dictated the rest of the game. Wow. Like they were playing behind Chasen, and John Cooper said, this guy is one of the best. And I, I think an interview uh, or one of the reporters asked him, well, he goes, I don't think he's going to win the Norris Trophy, but do you think he's worthy of it? And Cooper goes, well, clearly you're not going to vote for this guy, and clearly you don't watch enough hockey. That's what he said. <laughs> so... <laughs> He gave him a nice, nice little shot. But yeah, uh, no we, me, I know you and I have been saying this guy doesn't get enough love. You know, he's just not going to get the same media spotlight as he, like, say, uh, you know, a guy in Toronto or even Colorado's getting a lot of media attention with Kale McCarr just kind of breaking ankles. But Victor Hedman is more of a complete defenseman. You yeah, know, he, he, is. He, could, he He just doesn't get enough love. I don't. I just don't understand it. I would take him over McCarr. Yeah, I would too. I mean, at the beginning of their careers, if you had to draft one and two, I'm and you know you get first pick, I'm going to pick Victor Hedman. I just like his two-way play. He's gritty. He's mean and nasty. And he can score. What is, uh, is Ryan McDonough still injured? I believe Ryan McDonough is still injured, yes. But when he gets back, it is going to be even more scary for the Maple Leafs. But... I think they're fine though right now. I think you got the best goalie in the world. You got Stamkos. I think he's got one goal, which is not that great. I mean, it's only been two games. Playoffs are different, but I think Tampa just has so much. They have so many weapons. Braden Point, Stamkos, Kucherov. They got Hedman in the back. And then if you know you can't win a lights out, run and gun type of play, you got Vasilevsky to back you up in net. So. The Leafs are they're they're gonna they're gonna do something very Leafs very soon. I, I could maybe them gonna beat themselves with getting penalties or I just I just see that I I I think the Lightning could definitely win these next two games at home. It looks like McDonough is playing, man. You know what? I haven't seen much of him. Then, quite honestly, I I haven't been watching that much of the Tampa series for some reason. I I when I watch, it's always um. New York and the Pens, or it's uh, St. Louis and Minnesota. I'm not sure if it's because it's just my local feed. I, I get I'm getting like the closer teams or whatever, but I, that's what I've been running into the the most. 
Yeah, it's kind of hard because, I mean, if you look at these guys, you know, look at their their jerseys. They're practically inverted, you know? Oh, the, the, yeah, the lightning in the Leafs? Yeah. yeah. I, I noticed that, too, yeah. They got to wear their blacks. Yeah, those, they uh, should. Those, they should, at home, they should wear the blacks and uh, give the, uh, well, I guess Tampa's home jerseys, ah, it does look like the Leafs still. Yeah, I it does. it's that blue, yeah, yeah, so. It's almost yeah. the same color blue. I would wear that black and what is that, like a darkish gray or yeah. what? Yeah, those aren't bad. They just seem kind of like half-ass designed. <laughs> like, <laughs> they're, they're pretty cool. Who's next, man? So we got the Wild and the Blues. Uh, I watched that game last night. Uh, Flurry was good. Good to see a former Blackhawk uh, playing well. Even Ryan Hartman scoring some goals yesterday. Uh, we're, we're tied 1-1. In that series, uh, the game one, it was all blues, though. They they came out, and uh, they looked like the, the 2017 Blues Stanley Cup team. And uh, Billy Huso, the, the new starting goalie, if you want to call him that, I know we were just talking about he's a UFA next year. It's going to be really interesting what the Blues are going to do because they got Bennington locked up at, like a, I think he's at a 6.2 cap hit, maybe 6.5. And, you know, in the back of your mind, you're thinking like, hey, there's is, this is a good goalie. I, I know I've, I've seen a lot of Hawks fans on Twitter saying we should we should give this Billy Huso guy a deal if he's not signed with the Blues. And you think like, hey, may, maybe you can, but w- would you think it would be pointless because I mean the team in front of him is going to be very bad, yeah, and he could just it could kind of kind of come back and bite you if you give this guy some big cash. But you also think like uh, the Oilers, like hey, Mike Smith is. Uh, <laughs> making some pretty bad plays and he honestly he's costing us some games so yeah but getting back to the series um yeah i think um what's his name Kirill the thrill or Kirill dollar bill whatever they call him <laughs> he scored a hat trick last night he wow. uh he came out it, did you know he had 100 points this season yeah i did i i i kind of found out late but that's pretty impressive this is second year in the league right yeah second or third year in uh Good for him. It was a quiet 100 points because I, I didn't really hear too much about him. I, I only heard when Johnny Hockey got 100 points, right. obviously, Connor and all those guys. But So they're 1-1. I, I think this is going 7. I'm still going to give the edge to the Blues. I don't know how how, how you feel about that. Wild. But, well, you're wild because you want that draft pick. I and do. I don't, and I don't blame you for that. But I'm, I'm, I'm going to will it, man. So did you see the pers- uh, they're having the, the draft? The they're gonna be doing that lottery soon. Okay. So, I guess if the Hawks did get that pick from Minnesota, we could be getting a decent player still. But I, I think that first round pick wouldn't it still go to the the Blue Jackets because of Seth Jones, right? No, no. If if th- that that first round pick, the Wild have to make it to the Stanley Cup Finals. If not, then that pick. Um, I forgot what it is. Second round pick. I yeah, thought it was the yeah. Western Conference Finals. Western. They have to make it to the Western Conference Finals, right? Yeah. Okay. So well, that's interesting. But uh, let's jump over to the next series, which should be over possibly tonight, if the Avs, or I'm sorry, if the Preds just wave the white flag because the Avs absolutely ran them over Game One. I think they scored five goals in the first period, and obviously, uh. Saros is out with an injury. They put in David Riddick. <laughs> he got lit up, and then they put in their other goalie. He got lit up, and it was just uh, 
It was, it was nasty. It, it was. And you know what? I I feel bad for the goalies because I, I was a goalie. I understand getting lit up sucks, but I just, I can't stand the Preds. And it's it's <laughs> good to see, you know, and I can't believe you, you would. I know you got to fight your way in to, get, to get into the playoffs, but you burn your goalie out and he got hurt. So you are getting everything you deserve, Preds fans. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's just my take on that one. Man, you know, it's, it's, I want to say it's not surprising. It's because he essentially got them there, but then can't play in the playoffs. He's dead. He, he did it last year too, remember? Yeah. He had that unbelievable like streak yeah. at the end, and the, the Hurricanes just wiped the floor with him. Right, right. So it, it's rough, but they're playing right now. I'm, I can get you a live update. You know, this is how it was with Colorado last year. They ran, went all over. They went off in the first round, then the second round came, and you know, yeah, they, well, uh, the competition's definitely going to be better next round. If if I, I'm assuming they're going to sweep this team, it is it is tied currently right now after the first one one, which is a huge accomplishment for the Preds, quite yeah. honestly. But like you said, this is this is a big year for the Avalanche. They have a lot to prove. McKinnon went on his little uh, rant last year after the elimination and. He was embarrassed, and this year they came. They were a really good team. I don't even think they lost at home for what two months or something like that. So, wow. so this is a big this is a big uh, season for them. I know they're going all in for it. They got Kadri, who you know he's been very good. He's a UFA, and they're they're going to lose some players. It's just that's the cap world for you. So yeah, they they got to go for it this year. It's like they're. Uh... They're probably three years ahead of Vegas right now. Depending on how yeah. much money McKinnon takes, you know, in his next contract, will kind of dictate where the where they're going to be. Because even if he stays at six point five million, there's only so many dudes you can pay. You know, Cadres could, could ask Kadri could ask for six point five. I think he's gonna he's gonna test free agency. Okay. I think he's gonna want to get his money. And you know what? He had a good season this year. He's very good. But yeah. You're never gonna get on a good, a better team than the Avalanche, right? And I think he's at what six something million. I yeah, could see I him so. jumping to nine. Really? Quite honestly, yeah. Dude, des- desperation. Teams are gonna pay. Teams will definitely pay. Five hundred k bumps for uh, cross checks, so he misses well, games. I heard something funny. Kadri's been out. You know, he's been yeah. injured. Yeah. And the well, McKinnon <laughs> loves him. They they all love him, but the, yeah. this guy on the radio today called in. I think he was an Avalanche fan, and I'm like, oh, here we go. He's gonna he's gonna go to all butt hurt for his team and all, all crazy. And he goes, you know what? I love that Kadri's injured right now. You know why? Because he can't get suspended. That's what he said. I was like, that's actually brilliant. Because yeah. but you, you need the guy though. I mean, maybe not this series. You could probably get away with him, but next series, you're gonna be playing a way better playoff tested team. So. Yeah. Hopefully that he gets healthy, and hopefully they can even. Hopefully they beat the Preds. What else you got, man? So we got our last series here, which is the Caps and the Panthers. So the Caps won Game One, which I was very surprised about. I thought the the Panthers were gonna absolutely just come out, send a message, and they lost. And uh, the veterans stepped up: uh, Ovi, Tom Wilson, Backstrom. And um, I, they 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 stole game one from them, and uh, tonight the Panthers, uh, you know, probably a little embarrassed after that one because I I thought they, I think I picked them to sweep. I I could be wrong, maybe game five, but 
Uh, they won five to one. Actually, uh, yes, they won five to one tonight. They got a really strong performance from Bobrowski. Um, they had uh, let's see here. Barkov showed up. He got he's got the team going. Connor Verhage, another playoff guy. And you know what else is good to see? Uh, Aaron Ekblad is back. He's been out for like thirty something games at the end of the season. He he's the guy who took a nasty hit last playoffs with the Panthers and he his season ended he I think it was a bad knee injury they had the stretcher out there and everything I, th- I think I remember talking to you about it we talked that we had a podcast right after we could we felt terrible for him but uh a lot of players put up a lot of points I think like um I want to say at least 10 guys got points on this team tonight including Claude Giroux who's Got to be happy to be back in the playoffs. Because Did you say, oh, okay, th- first, for a second there, I thought you said uh, Claude Lemieux. Claude Lemieux, <laughs> no, no, I oh, I can't stand that well, I was that thinking guy. of the Avs. No, oh, God, don't even start with Claude Lemieux and the Avs. We need a 30 for 30 right now on this. <laughs> the, oh, the best rivalry in hockey yeah. right there, baby. But, uh, yeah, it's 1-1. I, I, I still think the, 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 the Panthers are going to be okay. I hope they I don't lay o- down for them. I I just can't believe that they just they got beat by the backup by the Vanacek. I think they didn't even start Samsonov, mm. and uh, that, that's that's weird. It's gonna there's gonna be some changes next year with the uh, Caps goaltending, I believe, because I remember they were pushing hard for Flurry, and he yeah, they were. he actually rejected the trade. I don't blame them. I don't either. It's like uh, you know, it's like a long time. Uh, Who's like a like a Blackhawk like like say like Dustin Bufflin getting an offer to go play with like the Vancouver Canucks? It's like nah, or we Bolin. had too many wars. Or yeah, Bolin and or even David Kessler or I'm sorry Ryan Kessler yeah. coming to the Blackhawks. Like, nah, screw that. Yeah. We had too many wars with Taves. That's that type of thing. But uh, yeah, they're they're gonna need better goaltending from their uh, Samsonov or who's ever in that Vanacek next game because. Uh, the the highlights I saw today, uh, he gave up a pretty bad one, and it actually, you know, it it was still close at the time. I think it was a two to one lead with the the Panthers, and then they kind of just ran away with the rest of the game. Do you have any any guys who are kind of surprising you so far in the playoffs? Uh let's see. I you know what I I was really excited to see Corey Perry how he would play with this team, uh, the Tampa team. Like I said though, I haven't really uh I haven't really got to sit down and watch them too much because I've been uh going you know, looking at the um the other games obviously, but uh I was kind of uh, even Haggle. I was like, let's see what Haggles can do, you know, cuz it's uh it's totally different now. It's a different different ball game. And I I'm glad he got a goal. And uh there's there's a couple um uh, Kaprizov even. I was you know, right. sometimes you get all those points and you're kind of just kind of kind of shell-shocked in the playoffs. Even Austin Matthews, you know, like, is he going to pick up where he left off? And he actually did. Right. Well, cool, man. I think the playoffs are playing out pretty well so far. You know what, man? I'm sorry. I got to give uh I got to give the Flames some love here. I oh. I forgot to mention their series. They're currently winning one nothing against the Stars, and I think they won the game one nothing. It was a it was a Daryl Sutter like win. <laughs> <laughs> a Sounds boring, like one. Yeah, but I'll tell you what, that Markstrom, Jacob Markstrom dude, he is a shutout demon. He he I think this is like his I know including the playoffs in the season. I think this is like his 12th shutout this year, which wow. is impressive, but you know what? I want to see Johnny Hockey and uh, 
Brady Kachuk, not Brady Kachuk, Matthew, Matthew Kachuk, Kachuk. Yep. come out and pick up where they left off last year, dude. I want to see them just completely take over the series. Dallas, I, I can't get excited for this team. I don't know what it is. They're kind of like a Nashville Predator team, just very boring to watch, but at least they have some good stars, like they got that Jason Robertson and Rupe Hints. But I just don't think they have enough. You know, it's like they, they kind of limped into the playoffs. Same with the Preds. You know, it's like yeah. you, you kind of yeah. want these teams to kind of get kicked out so that, like, the tournament can start in a way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, let, let's get the show going here. Let's let's get these guys, the pretenders, out of here right now. Right. It, it would be cool to see Joe Pavelski kind of get a, a last run at the playoffs. He's getting older. I know he signed a one-year extension, but the stars aren't going to be that good. They're just getting older, and they seem more tired every season. Right. Like Jamie Benn and Tyler Sagan are kind of, they kind of fell far, man. And there was this, a couple of years ago, th- those two were at the top of the uh, scoreboard they, before McDavid broke into the league. Those yeah. guys were right on the top. Yeah, they so were. So it's crazy how, how fast and how like far they've fallen. Yeah, because Sagan used to be known for his speed, and you know he doesn't seem as fast as he used to be. No, no, I think he's been battling injuries almost every season. He's got something with his shoulder, or something with his knees, or something. He's yeah. he plays hard though. I give that's him a lot the, of credit. That's what the the game does to you, man. You know, yeah, like these guys this, play hard. This isn't you know the NHL isn't so you can go out there and have a twenty year run. You know, a lot of guys can't do that. Yeah, you know what? I was thinking about that today. I, I heard this guy say, oh, yeah, it must be nice to, um, you know, play like 15 years and retire. It's like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute, dude. These guys have been playing like hard hockey since maybe they like they were 12 years old. Yeah. And that gets overlooked a lot. And, and they weren't getting paid to do it. <laughs> you know, they were trying. Right. It's like going to college and get your degree and you're like working your butt off just for a piece of paper. You, you don't get paid for that work. You got to get... You know, you got to pay your dues to, you know, get in. And these guys have been battling since they were kids. And, you know, just to even make it, it that doesn't mean you, you're done. It just gets harder and harder. So, so a lot of these guys that, that, you know, blow smoke out their butts in the, on the radio shows and Twitter, like, oh, yeah, this, this guy's getting overpaid. Yeah, it's easy to say that. It is. But these guys have been. Especially when I, you're, when you're uh, 35 pounds overweight. Yeah, 35 pounds overweight and, you know, eating cookies for dinner, stuff like that. These guys got to watch what they eat and come on. It's like a year-round thing, too. Now it is. It it is. And, you know, like I'm sitting on my drive home and I'm like, you know what, man? I was like, fuck this guy, really? Does he know, like, all the stuff that you got to deal with just before you even are considered even to be drafted? It's like going through a boot camp, you know? Yeah. And there's no guarantees. You could get hit one year and your career could be over. So these guys playing 15 years like Sagan, he's had a great career, man. Yeah, he has. He's been solid. And I I honestly thought he would be a Bruin forever. And uh, I was really surprised by that trade. I think they tried to get ahead of the curve with like kind of because remember, Kaner was getting into a lot of trouble at that time. Yeah, they were avoiding the party. And and they were trying to avoid that stuff. So they, they, they sent them out. Yeah, the thing is, though, he had great chemistry with Brad Marchand. Marchand had problems, too. Yeah, he did. You know, he was a party dude. He was a, he's a young kid. These guys are in the NHL. They're having fun. And, you know, why don't you just sit down and talk to the guy? Say, like, hey, listen, we love you here, but we need you to, you know, not be stupid. You know, we're, right. we're paying you a lot of money. And he ended up shipping off to Dallas. And, you know, it, he, he had some good seasons, but... It, 
honestly, do you think he's been close? No. I, I, you know, it's he hasn't really been close with Dallas. I, I, I what was that COVID season? He made it where yeah. they, I think Tampa beat Dallas. Was that the Stanley Cup final? Um, I, want, I don't remember. I'd have to look time. that up. Yeah, but it, I mean that was his last run, I think, and then I think he burned himself out. But he's had a great career. Same with Jamie Ben. He's quietly, you know, he's been very good, and you know, he's just getting older. These guys, we're all getting older. It's crazy. These young yeah. guys coming up, Zegers, he's the he's the new future face, you know. Yeah, no kidding. Think of that. What a pussy. So yeah, by <laughs> by the time he's like, uh, you know, in his prime, there's going to be no checking allowed. Yeah, there's no going to be no. You can't. You won't even be able to look at an offensive you, player. Yeah, you you can't even talk to another player. Or it's like in a. They're going to start handing out like soccer cards, red cards. Yeah. yeah. It won't <laughs> even be. Uh, they won't even have defensive positions anymore. They'll just have rear right wing and rear left wing. Yeah, and then they're going to just say Michigan goals count as three, something like that. It's going to be It's going to turn into a hybrid of lacrosse and hockey. Yeah. yeah, there's no doubt he's got a lot of skill, but, I mean, yeah. you, you're going to have to take hits if you're going to do stuff like that. That's yeah, just no the kidding. game. That's how it is. Well, all right, everybody. That's all that we got for you tonight. Thank you for listening. We're very appreciative. We'll catch you on the next one. This is the Tomahawk, and we're out of here.